0: okay that's
1: I mean one ladies and gentlemen boys and girls this is an episode of Southside Rabbi if you look at my co-host Kevin Elijah Burgess right now he is cashing checks as we speak I mean the money is rolling in he is scrolling on the phone because that I, well, let me tell you, I've told you all before in the history of this show about his business acumen, and now you all are seeing it in real time, that there's certain times during the day that we're just, you know, chilling, chopping it up, talking about Jesus. He has to take a break because he has to go and, 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 and check his text messages and his investment accounts because so much is just rolling in off the back of his financial genius that he cannot... Just let it sit there. That money has to be direct. You know what they say? They say that if you do not direct your money, it's going to direct you. And so what you see right now, live in person, is a is a quintessential in its quintessence, an example of a man that is controlling his money so that his money may not have control over him, ladies and gentlemen. I am talking to y'all about somebody that makes Gary Vee look like Gary Ski. <laughs> Gary V. who? He, Gary V. talk about how he want to own the New York Jets. Kevin Elijah Burgess will probably own the New York Jets oh! before Gary V. does, okay? And uh, all, it, <laughs> all I'm telling y'all is I just want to give love to my brother right here to my left. I'm talking about Kevin, Elijah Smooth and Groove Burgess True theologian for real. Ask any of your favorite Bible, Bible scholars, alive or dead. Oh no, you didn't. They, like they weren't like, doing, like but, if, but but if they're dead, then it's gonna be like the large didn't work, and you're gonna need a medium to contact them. <laughs> and that's okay. wow. Whoa. That's what Drake said. But uh uh, I'm don't do that. No, we don't. We Please. don't support necromancy uh in this show. Um, but I'm telling you, even if you were to do necromancy, the person that would come back from the dead would say. Kevin Elijah Bursch is, wow. is the man. So, uh... Stop it. Ladies and
0: gentlemen, KB. First of all, I reject this applause. <laughs> uh, I reject this honor. It is too high. I'm unworthy. Uh, But thank you so much, Mean Z, for the the intro. And, of course, we have our Mean the Dream Mean Machine. He who cannot be defeated. He cannot be deleted. Greet him when you see him. And when you meet him, he is transparent like a sequin. This brother. Oh, my gosh, the bars. From the beginning to the end, he's in. (laughs) Okay. I ran out of rhymes. <laughs> the bars, man, the when bars. You be Boy, okay, I, yeah, I see yeah, that. Ah. I,
1: I do I do this. Uh, uh, yeah,
0: I know that. But of course, make some noise for the man, the myth, the legend, I mean the dream Hudson. Okay. What are we So, I know what we're talking about today. Yes. It's a,
1: today's episode is really a response episode. It's a response
0: episode. Right. Of something um, we're going to do the thing that I wish more people would do. Yes. Let's we're do that. Get to live it out because okay. when when we make a piece of art and it goes out in the world, right? Uh-huh. We put out a piece of content, and it starts going viral. Mm-hmm. But people are taking it viral for reasons we did not intend. Okay, they are sharing this with their friends and their family. It remember, I, I it reminds me of the time I preached this sermon, bro, at a at, uh, uh, at a church. And I, I went up there, bro, and I poured my heart out, Right, bro. right, I mean, right. And I was I was wading deep in the text, bro. And I was getting... I was sweating and crying. It yeah. Was, no, I, spitting, I like, man, God, farting. I was spitting, cussing. No, I'm just playing. It wasn't cussing. Yeah. But anyways, I'm laying it all out, bro. And I use for about 30 seconds an analogy uh-huh. about how the Christian life is not, not lived well uh-huh. when you are constantly taking your spiritual temperature and looking internally about how you're performing. Right. But you do better when you look on to Jesus. So I use the analogy about running a race Uh or going for a job. Right. If every five seconds you stop and check your heart rate, Uh you you bring out a scale to see if you lost any weight, you keep comparing your last run. When I was 30 seconds into my last run, Mm. I was actually further. You will not make it to the finish line. But if you focus on the finish line, Yeah you will find that all the things that you're concerned about will begin to work themselves out. Your heart rate will get to the place where it needs to be. Right. You will drop rate. Right. Uh, drop weight. You will burn calories. You will be able to achieve your goals by focusing on the finish line. Just run, right? right. So I was talking about how Christ is that. Fam, I got done with this sermon. This lady came to me afterwards and said, oh my gosh, this sermon was so good. I'm going to start jogging. <laughs> and I was like, hold up. I didn't have the heart to say, Show me that
1: you missed the point of the sermon without showing me that you missed the point of the sermon. That girl heard you say all this about Christ being the finish line. Yes, bro. And my good sister said this was an opportunity for me to get my fitness on.
0: <laughs> what in the world? I mean,
1: praise God, bro. Sometimes, you know, God does, you know... He works in mysterious works. ways. I mean, you know, one mysterious way that he worked is... uh, I mean, as an artist, of course, you are a great artist, world-class artist. I mean, he... Use church clap to be the anthem of everyone in wrangler jeans and cowboy <laughs> hats at the Yellowstone Ranch in, Mon- in Montana, bro. You made that mug to be a black church anthem and that hey. mug turned into an evangelical. Uh, oh, no, it's m- way bigger uh, than evangelical, bro. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's actually, that mug is at
0: country clubs. It's at
1: country clubs. It's at, I saw one it's cowboy th- that was just whining his oh, waist to it. Oh,
0: yes, he was, I was bro. like, do
1: you understand that this song is about Jesus? This man was just going, he was, he was just, and I gyrating. said, okay, brother, I, yeah, it's too far, bro. Yeah, too far, bro. I so, must be
0: one of the, this is why, the Lord used it to keep me humble. So the song is <laughs> is officially R-I-A-A, gold. It's yeah. been gold. Okay. For like two years, but there was, I don't know if it was COVID or whatever, but they were dragging their feet because it's at, it's at over 600,000 um, uh, sales, but gold yeah. is 500,000, gotcha. which we hit like a year ago. But uh, fam. I'm one of the few artists The few, the proud I joined the fraternity Of artists mm-hmm. Who have a gold record On a song That most of the people That bought it Have no idea who I am <laughs> The Lord just wants look- me He wants me to stay humble yeah, Amen He wants me to To not think too highly Of myself When amen. I put that plaque On my wall Yes Every time I walk by it, I'm going to be reminded Yeah That I have a gold plaque <laughs> Because of virality Not because people love KP. <laughs>
1: You gotta thank TikTok for that. You gotta put a Chinese flag next to that uh gold flag. <laughs> so uh Gigi <laughs> so, <G>. Ping. Anyways, <laughs> so And GG Ping is gonna text your phone to say you're welcome. Oftentimes
0: I would like for people uh, mm-hmm. like to like if if you know uh if if folks are running in a whole direction that you didn't mean mm-hmm. for it to go, but it's still making you money and getting you views, you kind of let it ride. <laughs> Uh, but sometimes if it, they, they're taking it Somewhere right. that's not good for folks Yeah, yeah, yeah I wish they would address it Yeah, yeah, yeah That's what we're going to do today. That's what we're going to do So Can We put up a
1: Go ahead So KB um, we, we did an episode Where KB had this uh This point in the episode Where he talked about marriage It was a great point that you made you, sir. Um And uh the point was so great That we made a clip of it And we were like Man, we got to put this up So I actually We put it up on our On our Instagram But I also put it up On my personal TikTok Because yes. I just thought It was just good And um And I was like This has to go up People have to hear about this So I put it up, and um, I mean, it's not super-duper viral, but it got like 2,000 likes, 14,000 plays, and it got 180 comments. So hold on. Before we get into why we want to respond to it, this was the clip. I
0: think in marriages sometimes, what you'll find is that you can begin to feel like your spouse is a safe place for you to abuse. You feel like, I can use my family as punching bags, because punching bags don't punch back. Mm -hmm. What we will often see in marriages is that you will talk to your wife and your children a way you would never talk to your boss. And here's the thing, Manzi. Your boss can be far more disrespectful than anything that your wife or your children have done. I had a homie one time and said that his boss, used to curse him out all the time. But it never would cross your mind to stand up and say, you know what? No, (laughs) you are not going to talk to me that way or... To then begin to get real petty and disrespectful and angry and punch a wall. I've been to a lot of workplaces with bad bosses, bro. I ain't seen no holes in the wall. So ain't true. nobody punched no. The drywall is fine in the workplace. But it's not fine in your But crib. it's not fine in your house. Because you feel a safety to act in a way that you would never act anywhere else with those you say you love the most.
1: So KB made a great point. Um, about how we, as he said, feel a, ter- a certain safety to act towards people that we love the most that we don't with other authorities in our life. But he used that in a marriage, in a marital context, yeah. which was a great example yeah. because it's true. It's true. So when I put that clip up, I was mm-hmm. like, oh man, people are going to really love this. And it will be it'll be a, a clip for f- us to really examine how we are talking to our spouses, yes. how we are treating our spouses. Yes. It's a very good,
0: uh, clip for us to do some self interrogation Yes and I hope that when you interrogate yourself You realize you do what we all have to do Yes And are doing That I am in a lot more control of my emotions Than I am leading myself on to believe mm-hmm. You didn't have to do that Right You know how to feel disrespected To feel small To feel frustrated Even feel anger and not punch a wall Right Or not to fire back Right You know how to do it Right Because you're doing it with people all the time But when you do not value the people as you love That when you're not valuing the people that you love Yeah In the same light that you value a dude Who will punch you back in your face So you value mm. strength over the person that you love or, right. or, or Or muscle over the person that you love Or when you don't value the people that you love In a way that these people have been here for me and I have a debt of commitment to them, I'm not going to violate right. when my boss would fire me in his sleep and not ever think about me again. But I still show a restraint towards him mm. that I don't show at my home. I'm showing that you have a lot more control and volition than you're leading yourself to believe. Yes. Amen. And that's a good point because yes. it's true. So we
1: put that so I put that up on 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 my uh, on my TikTok and I was getting some notifications and yes. I was like, "Oh man, this is 180 comments on here." Yeah. I hope people are encouraged by it and there's are reflective, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh let me just read to you some of these comments. <laughs> uh of course, we had some people that were commenting saying, "Hey man, this was good. This is so real." But we had some folks that were saying some uh, uh, uh one sister said, "Women have been saying this. Women have been saying this. That's why marriage is not a flex." Ooh. Right? Another person said, I, you know, I experienced this in my own marriage and I was, and I was miserable. Um, someone said, I am glad that that's why, um, I'm single and, 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 and independent. And I'm never going to be, um, in a relationship. Uh, other, po- other folks said that that's why I bounced. Mm. Um, get, you could get somebody else to do it. Um, somebody says, we've been saying this for years. Marriage is a place where a lot of men feel comfortable giving their worst while expecting the best. Mm. Some people saying, hey, man, this actually happened to me. in my marriage." Some sisters saying that. Um, folks saying, of course, that applies to both spouses. But you had some folks in there that were saying, hey, this is why I'll never get married. Yep. This is why uh, marriage is not dope. This is why uh, I won't be in a relationship, a yep. marital relationship and allow some because I'm not going to give somebody uh, the ability to be able to abuse me that way. And so one of the things that I noticed is that I was like, huh, this was not a clip that I put up to discourage people from getting yes. married and it, and, and, it, and it seemed like there were certain people in the com, in the comments that uh that were confirming that what, were they, confirming already what yeah. they already felt yeah. and it, it which was i don't want to get married right. or marriage is not good uh marriage is not a flex or marriage is a trap uh, of abuse or or a, uh, a trap for abuse yep. and i was like uh oh, that's kind of not what we were going for yes, yes, right yes, yes. and so um i would like for us to talk about that yeah, bro for sure. um and talk about you know why is it that what you said or the reality of that situation should not be a reason to discourage people from getting married. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah.
0: The first thing I want to say, I'm going to try my best to articulate this. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think that the statistic now is just over 50% of all marriages fail. Mm -hmm. Right. And the argument is if 50% of marriages fail and you want to make a wise investment with your life. Right. Think about what you would do with your investments if you knew there was a 50% chance it would fail. Right? Would you put your money in a company that you thought was a 50% chance that this thing was going to go down? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or, probably more relevant, because not everybody's investors, would you... Would you take airplanes if 50% of them crashed? That's a very good one. Yeah, so like 50% of all... Airplanes, airplanes go crash. Yeah But that did one Like the other half I mean They're making it You know what I'm saying Yeah right Out of ten Five planes will make it To the destination The other five will slide Right into the To a side of a mountain Right Okay Right Would you travel on airplanes You would not mm-hmm. And the argument goes Since that's the case With marriage Uh huh Then why are people getting married? This is what fresh and fit folks would say. Right, the, that's, manosphere, the manosphere. people would say mm-hmm. it is not a wise investment with your time. Right. because it fails now, or let people me, take advantage, or they the,
1: well. I mean, I guess it fails because of stuff
0: like sure, that. Right. Sure, sure. Uh huh. So let me just first push back on that a little bit. Yeah. All right, and I'm sure that there's gonna be crazy in the comment section. Yeah. First of all, okay, I think that. There's a undercurrent behind that argument. There's a, there's a backdrop to that that is highly egocentric, slightly narcissistic, and surely individualistic that you think that when you enter into the commitment or when you entered into the confines of a marriage that this thing didn't work because there's something wrong with marriage and not wrong with you. Ooh. Okay? Message. That's not everybody's situation. Absolutely not. We know that. For and I'm particularly talking about the men yeah I'm not so my sisters i I'll, I'll, I'll invite you to listen but i'm I'm particularly talking about the men who are online waving the banner of marriage lessness mm-hmm. and how it is much better to have a harem of women yeah um and to have side chicks on side chicks uh than to actually mm. commit to a single woman because there's no woman high value enough uh mm. or, or, or 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 hits all the things that you need it's, it, Fascinating to me watching these videos of men go about going talking about all the things that they must have in a woman. Mm. She needs to basically be Wonder Woman. Yeah. Okay. And 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 well, I guess Wonder Woman wouldn't work. She'd be way too independent. Um, <laughs> That's true. She wouldn't. She would. She needs to be everything that I have fantasized about, or she can't be. She doesn't deserve to have a high value man like me. Right. For real. This is the kind of things that they say, and these men have zero examples of successfully being with a woman. They, they talk a lot about relationships and they all suck at them. Right. So, it, which is always fascinating to me, but that's not really and my And some point. of them are paying for relationships, by the way. Yes. They're it out on that. Yeah. So, the logic doesn't get off the ground because what's underneath all of it is a dramatic lack of consideration of who you are, okay? The reason why it's not the same as how it would be with getting on an airplane is because we don't contribute to the pilot's error or the malfunction of of the the plane. plane. You you get on there and you're at the mercy of American Airlines, Delta, or whatever. But when you look at a person, you actually have tons of relationships before you get married, Mm -hmm. including committed relationships to boyfriends and girlfriends. Yeah. Way before you walk down the aisle, you have had a plethora of relationships. In those relationships, you gotta ask yourself some questions. Am I the kind of person that is very defensive and can't take criticism? Do I hate people being in my personal space? Is it hard for me to be able to hear that I am wrong or I have offended, or I offended when I didn't mean to offend? Mm -hmm. Is it hard for me to apologize? Is it hard for me to be sacrificial? Is it hard for me to be uncomfortable for the sake of someone that I love? Is it hard for me to get past moments of fallout and and disagreement? Do I know what redemption is and reconciliation is? Is it hard for me to be confessional? Do I have tons of secret obsessions and addictions and that no one is aware of, that I'm not working on, that I am not uh, wading through the waters of, I'm simply babysitting them, protecting them, and those secret whatevers, mm-hmm. will follow you all the days of your life. And you see in the ways in which it's already affecting your relationship with your, with your parents, with your brothers, your sisters, friends in the community, your boss, your coworkers, so on and so forth. Relationship failure is rarely in a vacuum. Mm. It's rarely in a vacuum. It isn't that we were in love with each other and then we just weren't. That that I'm sure that story is probably out there. But it typically isn't how it goes down. The, thing that we tried to do when we got married very young, okay? But the thing that, the, it was a lot of bad advice that we were given on how to, take, how to handle that, but I do appreciate some of the ways in which we went about it. We were trying to search for with who we would commit to. Mm-hmm. Um, someone that loved Jesus, someone that thought that Jesus was the most important person uh, in the world, in the universe, right? Someone that didn't disagree with us on that. But we also were looking for people that we could get along with, mm-hmm. right? So that meant that red flags matter. Right. If, 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 if one of the things that we did, uh, one of the things that we did when we were coming up was that we we did dating in community. So yeah. uh, we would do a lot of group dates and stuff like that. And uh, we would want to know what our potential life partner's parents were like. Mm-hmm. What are the things that her pastors saying about her, the friends around her, how does she get along with them? Mm-hmm. Vice versa. Mm-hmm. Vice versa, same if, with men. If you show yourself to be someone that has no leadership, no authority, and every single conflict that you have is a big one too, bro. To this day, I am surrounded by brothers and sisters who have been married for over 10 plus years. Not, I mean, we, we ain't in the 20s and 30s. Right. Are we like 10, 11, 12, 13, Yeah, you know, yeah. Or 7, 8, you know, that kind yeah. of when we have issues in our marriage, not all of them, yeah, but when they're when we hit a place where we can't figure this out, we call each other. Yeah. What that means? We get is it help. That's, that's what that. What <laughs> this what that means? Right. That means that I don't. If I one day wake up and want to cuss my wife out, yeah, her accountability partner is gonna know about it. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Bam. I'm saying that we are seeing our marriages as a community project that we are helping to, you know, I'm not talking about shaming each other or just simply holding each other accountable. Don't you better treat her right kind of thing. No, I mean, we are coming to the drawing board together with our failures, with our doubts, with our, you know, compromises, whatever it may be, we're bringing that ugliness to the table and together parsing through it for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. That's also what helps us. Mm-hmm. But if you're the kind of man that rejects all counsel, mm-hmm. you don't find safe, safe in the counsel of the godly, spiritual leadership, spiritual oversight, therapy. What? What are they gonna tell me? If you're that kind of man, then you should expect to have the kind of things that kill marriages very much present in your relationship. Mm-hmm. You should. Right. What I'm saying is, we do not. Credit ourselves enough by the ways in which we sabotage marriage. Yeah, because when marriages are working as they are designed to work, flourishing follows. Yeah, the studies are absolutely replete right. with evidence that it is a net positive for societies that have faithful marriages. Right. All in all, what I'm saying is, and, and I'm going to look at some some things from a study that was done in the early 2000, it was It was done in in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh I, but I think that it, it points to The value of marriage yeah. Although our perspective of marriage has changed right. The value of marriage has and not And
1: there's other recent studies that still validate yeah, yeah. For sure That validate these things
0: But it's not I think it's helpful for us And I say this humbly To not feel comfortable By just saying that marriage failed me But I want to talk about the ways In which my spouse Or even myself failed marriage. Mm. When I think about the gym, there are, are there are plenty of people that will say, "Hey, I I did the gym thing. I woke up early, I was I was drinking the protein shakes and it just didn't work for me." Most people who understand fitness, fitness, right, would sit you An down exercise. and say, "That's not the gym's fault." <laughs> Now, you may be a unique genetic situation where for right. where you can't burn calories. Right. It may be a different kind of thing. But typically, yeah. if the gym didn't give you the gains you wanted, it was probably because you didn't go in there. It was, yeah. It's user error. Yes, bro. Yeah. It's, yes. It's, it was
1: not the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not the gym's fault. It yes. wasn't the machine's fault It wasn't right. the weight's fault It's human error it, you're ju- It's something that it, There's something that you're not doing right or correctly That's
0: right, that's right Or maybe consistently And And, 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 the, the, and let me be clear here uh, there are victims in marriage. There, there are, there are, absolutely, there are. But, but, but the, the argument still stands, though it is not like equally you all fault. Y'all did this, not not at all. There yeah. are some people. There, there are some folks, and I know of many of these marriages. I, they are friends of mine. I've walked with many of my brothers and sisters through difficult marriages, uh-huh. where you really are married to somebody that refuses to be what is needed for a marriage to work. Yeah, and that's very, very challenging. Yeah. So I, I don't want to be insensitive. But I want to be, I also want to defend mm-hmm. that just like when people, when, when men will come up to me and say, bro, I was, I know a dude, I was, I saw him today who told me, he said, bro, I'm divorcing my wife. I'm like, why? He's like, bro, I, I, I just can't stop cheating on her. I just can't. I mean, I, I, I keep, I, I, I just, I just keep sleeping with her. So marriage doesn't work. I say, wh- wh- yeah. fam, how is that your wife's fault? That's not your wife's <laughs> fault. And it's not marriage's fault either. Right. <laughs> it's you. <laughs> I can assure you, it's possible to not be sleeping around on your wife. It can be done. Right, right. I'm doing it. I know a lot of men that have done it. Right. It is very much possible. And you'll be happier if you can figure it out. (laughs) It's not easy all the time. Right. But it is possible and always worth it. Right. Do not then say there must be something wrong. See, this is that magical stuff that we talked about in a previous episode. We think by merit of getting a piece of paper... And walking down the aisle... That does it. ...doing the wedding that we are now... That we're soulmates. So what that means is flourishing ensues. No! Right. That's like signing the contract on a land, or on a piece of land, and expecting because you own the land, the house will emerge. <laughs> <laughs> I bought the land for my house. Where is it? You got to build it. You got to build it, yeah. You have Which to build it. You have to work. You have to work. If you are constantly thinking about how gr- how green the grass was before you got here it is likely because you're not watering your own grass it's not always that simple brother yeah it's not you know, always you may you may have someone that's putting landmines in the grass yeah making got, sure. sure that every time you try to water it it explode the, <laughs> the ground explodes in your face I understand but oftentimes brother often the yeah. fact that green that there's greener grass elsewhere is directly connected from the fact that you have not put in effort to fertilize and water your own grass, bro. Yeah. Because I am telling you that there is no world Mm -hmm. because you and I were meant for each other that everything just works out. Kisses, fireworks. Yeah. It's not not a rom-com. It is not a rom-com, bro. They lied to us, bro. Yeah. There is no magic in the soulmate. The only magic is in the labor. Yeah. Where I am, we are learning how to talk to each other, and it takes a long time. At no moment is your wife always the exact same person. Yeah, that we have different stages in life. That when we had our first married uh, stage, we had our first child stage, our second child stage, our third stage, our third child stage, our home ownership stage. We are constantly trying to figure things out. Such is life, bro. right? Such is life. We, you when we we unfortunately. If things work out the way that oftentimes our parents hope they do, we will bury our parents. Yeah. You don't even know what life is going to be like not being able to call your mom or your dad, Mm -hmm. how that's going to shift who you are, how you think, what you laugh at, how you serve, how you love, how you mourn. Each stage demands a new normal. Yeah. We want to be pulling in principles, Character and most importantly, the spirit of God into every stage. But it all requires work. There are no gardens that flourish on their own. Right. They just have good gardeners and they have negligent gardeners. Right. And what I'm saying is, I, and most of us can see this in our in in, in, in our in our lives, in our own families. Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. Uh, not maybe, hopefully not in our own marriages, but we can see it in the marriages that we might have grew up in because we were our uh-huh. parents. I mean, we were living with our parents. Yeah. We often see wild. Negligence Of the garden And then Blame On everything else Except Our gardening skills So I think it's important for us To not Draw a one-to-one Kind of Don't make a beeline from Marriage didn't work for me Marriage didn't work for people that I know Therefore marriage doesn't work Right Uh, I I think it's a little deeper than that Especially When you consider The science And the statistics around it Marriage uh, This one In in 1994 The Justice Department uh, Reported that Based on the National Crime Victimization Survey They found that Single and divorced women Were four to five times More likely To be victims of violence In any given year Than wives Bachelors were found Four times More likely to be Violent crime uh, To be violent crime victims Than husbands Two-thirds of, at, two-thirds of acts of violence against women uh, committed by intimate partners were not committed by husbands, but by boyfriends. And here's the other point that I want to make about this whole, this whole marriage doesn't work and we're abandoning marriage. Dear brother that's online campaigning against marriage, or watching cats who are, or, 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 or consuming, especially you Gen Z uh, brothers yeah. and sisters out yeah. there uh-huh. that are consuming TikToks about the merits of sleeping around, staying open, having multiple partners, but not committing, okay? Many of us have tried to have committed relationships with our boyfriend and our or with our girlfriend or our boyfriend, and it failed. We have, man, especially if you are celebrities who all their relationships are publicized, so we can literally look at the pantheon of people that you have been with Mm -hmm. and every last one of them, it ended in failure and most of them you were not married to, yet I don't hear you saying being in committed relationships at all doesn't work. Because you've shown the marriage is in a lot of ways a reflection of how you were doing relationships in romance already. Right. We were already drop cheating on our girlfriends. We were already lying to them and, 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 and we were already not treating them well. We were already doing things that in marriages without being married. Right. Marriage did not give you your unfaithfulness. <laughs> It didn't, it didn't give you... Or your defensiveness. Your defensiveness. Yeah, it didn't yeah. give you your anger, your, your violence. Your, your lack of leadership. You. Yeah. And you know this. Unfortunately, in our culture, many of us are in serial relationships before we commit to one. And I call that unfortunate for a host of reasons that I'll talk about in another podcast. Right. But since that's all our story, we've had a lot of test runs. Most of those test runs have went up. In flames. Right. If you saw your ex anywhere, Drake's half his albums about his exes. The whole "forget my ex," yeah, "forget my baby mama." Yeah, right. Nobody's married, bro. <laughs> and it's in the relationships are falling apart. So how in the world are you then? It's like stubbing your toe and blaming marriage, bro. Right. The connection isn't there. Right. We are the ones. We are the ones. That have shown ourselves to not really know how to navigate interpersonal relationships, and marriage is the most intimate version of that. Right. What did you expect? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, I know a lot of people thought that when Donald Trump got into the White House, that then he would then start talking differently. He, I, I heard mm-hmm. it over and over again. Mm-hmm. He will then sound more presidential. presidential. Right. Um, he did not do that. So what do we do? We redefine what it meant to be presidential. Well, you know what? He's just got a different style. Or or saying? this
1: is what president should
0: sound like. Yes. Or oh, we made a new normal. Yeah. And that's what we're doing. We're redefining the marriage thing. Or we're completely throwing it out and saying the new normal is to leave, live in absolute dysfunction. I, brother, I, bro, the Fresh and Fit guys... I just throw this. Y'all holler at us too, bro. The, I would. I would on your heart beat. I was going. Let me. I want to say this. I want to say
1: this real quick. <laughs> and this is uh, we ain't trying to say this out of no arrogance. We would love to come on Fresh and Fit. And this is why I why I say that. Y'all cats on Fresh and Fit. And I'm talking to this talking about y'all because y'all are. Uh, I we believe that y'all are doing a lot of damage. Yeah, 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 to sure. young men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. And young women. For sure. Y'all have cats on y'all shows. Y'all have OnlyFans girls on y'all shows that y'all feel like y'all can handle and slap around intellectually bro yeah that's what y'all do yes have us on the show yeah yeah, yeah. to talk about relationships and marriages yeah yeah, yeah. we would love to come and do it in charity we're not we ain't there to try to but we would love to do it on chair in charity yeah because i feel like y'all are making a lot of y'all points about relationships and marriages against folks that y'all feel like y'all have pretty good chances of just Defeating, obliterating,
0: and whether if you're doing it in logic or not, sometimes yeah, I just do it in bullying. Have some other, er,
1: have some other black young dudes that are y'all age that are married. We're yeah. both married, yep. and. He has kids. I have a child on the way. Yeah, have some of us on the show yeah, yeah, yeah. to actually challenge some yes. of that stuff that y'all believe about relationships and women and marriage and manhood. Yeah. Uh, and 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 what it looks like to be a real man and what strength looks like and all of that within culture and society. We would love to come on there That'd and we'll great. do it on
0: our own dime if y'all yeah, invite us. Yeah, 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 for sure. So so, so do it but straight go ahead. up. Uh, so. Uh, let, let me get back into what, what the What the City Journal Did mm-hmm. Discovered in When they were looking Through these papers So number one They found that Women were actually safer Inside of marriages Than they were outside of them mm-hmm. Okay mm-hmm. Um Uh The other thing that they found Was that Also It wasn't just that Women were safer Inside of marriages yeah, men were Men were actually safer Inside of marriages Than they were Outside of marriages That's just What the study Showed Yeah Right Uh Um it also is uh, the, the studies also show that it can save your life married people live longer and healthier lives let me mm-hmm. just say that this is not to downgrade singleness yeah as much as i am a proponent of marriage i am also a huge proponent proponent of singleness mm-hmm. saintly singleness is desired yeah and, and and not in a I guess you could do that as alternative it's a great mm-hmm. option yeah right right however if you're trying to say that marriage is basically the thing that gives you, get this ball and chain and ends your life early. That's not what the studies show. Mm-hmm. When uh, It says that the power of marriage is particularly evident in late and middle age. When Linda Waite and a colleague, for example, analyzed mortality differentials in a very large nationally representative sample, they found an astonishingly larger marriage gap in longevity. Nine out of 10 married guys who are alive at 48 will make it to age 65 compared with just 6 and 10 in comparable single guys, even when they control for race, education, and income. Wow. Yes. Wow. More can be said about that, but I'll keep it moving. It's also good for your children. Mm Mm-hmm. Children lead healthier. Brother, one of the things the Fresh and Fit guys talk about a lot is that they basically see women of having no value outside of providing children. Yeah. Pleasure and children. Yes. Yeah. So producing paternity and, oh, excuse me, maternity. Maternity and pleasure. Yeah. Right? Those are the two things that women bring to the table. That's the man There's all this woe is me, you know, no, women can be with anybody they want to be with. We don't get that, that option. Uh, it, it's harder for us. We don't do well after divorce. They take our kids in divorce court. All these things, the, they take the, our money. They take all of our money. and they, they didn't build this. We build this world that they live in. Uh, all, the, all of those kinds of statements that they, that they make. Now, a big piece of that is children. Because mm-hmm. you, you, I guess you have to logically concede <laughs> that, that you, you need women you to just... be able to get on a roof and build a house. And by the way, ain't none of y'all roofing. <laughs> all right, so anyway, put that aside. We might not, you might not be going out to war uh, fighting on the front line But they are the nurses Taking care of y'all When y'all got shot And blown up by IED That's a whole different thing Because this dude on, on Twitter Was talking about how Women shouldn't be able to vote If they can't fight in war And, and realize that that Women literally World War II America came in And yeah. superman the world Right Women made that possible They were in the factories Building the guns They were building the guns they were cheating the wounded, bro. Yeah, they were right. holding down the house. Right. They were making sure that when you came home that there were more boys that could <laughs> grow up and go to war. Because if that didn't happen, they were just at home waiting for you when y'all died and it was over. done. Right, 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 okay. right, right. Um, anyways. <laughs> so I guess, sorry, rabbit trail. <laughs> It can, but for those in the manosphere, have you considered that children lead a healthier, they also live longer, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. if their parents get and stay married? Mm-hmm. Adults who fret about the secondhand smoke and drunk driving would do well to focus at least some of their attention on this point. In one long-term study that followed a sample of highly advantaged children, middle-class whites with IQs of at least 135, they, they they followed them up through their 70, 70s. A parent's divorce knocked four years off the adult child's life expectancy. 40-year-olds from divorced homes were three times more likely to die from all causes than 40-year-olds whose parents stayed married.
1: Yeah. And we already know all the statistics about what fatherlessness does to children. Absolutely. We know that very well. That's, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Uh-huh.
0: right. That's right. Also, my, my man is fear, my high-value brothers, high-value man, high-value man. You make more money, okay? Mm. Men today tend to think of marriage as a consumption item, a financial burden, mm-hmm. but a broad and deep body of scientific literature suggests that for men especially, uh, for men especially, marriage is a product, marriage is a productive institution, as important it's as important as education and uh-huh. boosting a man's earnings. In fact, getting a wife may increase an American male's salary by about as much as a college education. Married men make, by some estimates, as much as 40% more money than comparable single guys, even after controlling for education and job history. Mm. We didn't even get into the fact that if your wife is working too, oh right, then that's then, then already brick. right, right, but right. Here's the thing, my brother. Hold on to your butts. Marriage has historically been. An institution of financial productivity. True. Now there are consequences if you want to, you know, run off with your secretary. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. Because a lot of this comes down to that. Yeah, like, that's true. I'm just talking to the men right now. So I know some men come in and say, "Well, my wife was the one yeah. that blah blah blah." I, I understand. I'm sorry. I don't want to be insensitive, but I'm particularly thinking about manosphere guys. Yeah. You want to be able to do whatever you want to do without without consequence. Mm-hmm. The point that I'm making is. The financial conversation is all is 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 is, is, is normally. Uh-huh. I want to be able to get rid of her and keep my kids and all my money. Right, and you don't get to do <laughs> right. that. You just don't get to do that. And 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 you're right. And, and that's, that's why, why you hate doing marriage. A yeah, that's why you hate marriage. I mean, just yeah. be honest. Right, you don't like feeling feeling locked down. Yep, that's what you're hating. Which is also
1: which is a fear of commitment. Severe commitment. That's what that is. Yes. All of the fearless manosphere fear of men who ain't scared of nothing. Yes. They'll they they, they they'll knock anybody out. They'll take up arms and go to war, but they will not marry a woman uh-uh. if they have to stay faithful to her. That's right. Because that's, that's right. what high-value men are saying. Yeah. Well, I'll get married, but she just has to understand that as a high-value man, I'm going to have a little side dishes on the side, uh-huh. and she got to be okay with that. Uh-huh. Yes. And I'm like, oh, so what you want is you want First of all, the narcissism involved in such it's a wild. deal like that is wild. It
0: literally hollows out
1: your wife into a thing, not a person. That, she's just an expense. That's right. That she's like having Hulu or Netflix. <laughs>
0: She's a subscription. But that's what that's what but,
1: but that's what you're that's what you're turning your wife into.
0: Your wife is a monthly your wife subscription. Is a
1: subscription. You give her the credit card, she goes and shopping, and does what she wants, stays in a nice house, and I get to go do whatever I want with any woman that I want because I'm a high value man. That's She's right. getting her subscription money every month. That's right. So she should let me go do whatever I that's want. That's right. That's not
0: marriage, bro. And, and that's not love.
1: And that's that it's That's not the biggest marriage, thing. It's not love. It's a type of uh, 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 paperwork prostitution. It, it is. is what you're doing. You're prostituting your wife, except you are her client. Ooh. That's what you're doing, high-value man. If you want to do that, go and get prostitutes because a lot of y'all are already doing that. I know. Y'all have wives and then y'all are paying other women to have yes. sex with y'all Yes, yes. And, or taking them out and buying them some bags and taking them on a shopping spree and expecting sex in return. That is not manhood, brother. That's right. It's not manhood at all. It's not manhood. Because
0: manhood is predicated upon love and love for a country, love for a community, love for the your loved ones, yeah. those who are in your family. Yeah. Love says that I will value your well being
1: at the same level that I value mine, and that well being is not fi- just financial; it's also emotional.
0: That's right, and
1: that's why. And and actually, the emotion- how does she
0: feel about this? Yeah, yeah. and not let's also- interview her. <laughs> right. So your right. hubby's on a, 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 a trip to Turks and Caicos. Right with four of his secretaries. Why he has four secretaries, right. I don't know. I have no idea. But he's on a, on a private jet with them. Yeah. How do you think she feels about this? Right. And even if she has been able to make peace with it, after you've been doing it too, for, I mean, I remember th- there have been stories uh-huh. of, of wives they found out, and then they were devastated, and they were like, I'm 15 years in with this man. Right. I have no marketable skills outside of taking care of this house. Right. And he is saying to me, you can stay if you want, but I'm going to continue to do it. But I'm going to keep doing what I want to do. Right. What is her recourse? Right. Right. Exactly. Oftentimes, she has to make it a new normal. Right. Which is a devastating thing. Absolutely. It crushes a soul. Absolutely. It destroys a woman's heart and a woman's worth. Yes.
1: Yes. Absolutely.
0: And it- that means you... Don't love her as you should. You don't bro. love her as or you, you don't should love her at all. You don't
1: or, or yep, or, or yeah. you don't love her at all. Yeah. And and you are you think that manhood is just providing her financial security. Bro, that's what they say. Oh, I'm I'm paying the bills, ain't I? She's staying in this house, she doing this, she doing that. My brother. Yeah. If you think that all all a woman needs is is financial security and like in physical security as far as your strength, but she doesn't need emotional security. You do not know women very well. Yeah. And also, I find it very, uh, uh, convenient that the, so, that the security that she does need is all of the stuff that you can probably provide, but the security that you believe she doesn't need is the one thing that you can't do, Ooh. which is keep yourself under control from sleeping with all these other women. Doesn't that sound like A kind of philosophy and, That a man has A man that With no self control Has made Sure And that's what Manosphereism is doing yeah, yeah. It's trying to Perpetuate and normalize A philosophy That men Who don't have any Self control yes. Are trying to make it a norm That yes. their lack of self control Is not only something That they should be able to do With no consequence And no actual moral Or ethical uh, uh, Dilemma within their own brain But that all of the women Should accept it as well
0: Yeah bro
1: And that's why The manosphere is dangerous yes 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 And that's yes, why yes. y'all cats are not that's not what real men do that's right that's right that, and, 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 and manhood as KB said being predicated on love which also means that love had one of the characteristics of love is your fidelity yes. to what you love yeah, yeah, yeah. you cannot say that you love your nation if you are also trading secrets with another nation come on sir oh So you're gonna get on here and say that you're an American patriot, but you're betraying America by by giving the countries other things that will put America in danger? Yeah, 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 come on. You're gonna say that you love your and loyalty to your friends, but you're talking about your friends terribly behind their back, and giving your friends, let's say enemies, ammunition to be able to harm your friend? Yes. None of us think that love does not require fidelity and loyalty. Even the manosphere guys would say that love requires fidelity and loyalty. If you have a son, you say that you are going to be loyal to your son, yet you are stiff arming your son for maybe another boy, yeah. or or, yeah, or yeah. stiff arming your son for your career, or all yeah. of that. You would say that all of that is not love. Yet when it comes to your wife or your woman. Yes, 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 yes. Love for her is supposed to also require that you could betray her
0: behind her back. Absolutely. Yes. And th- betray her to her face. And betray— and be- No care for her needs, her vision, her her her, her calling, the way she's shaped. There's no care for the ways in which she might feel loved or served or appreciated or celebrated. None of that matters because you, my friend, pay bills. <laughs> that is heinous. And let me tell you this. The sun point is the at point because you have more— If you have children, you have more than just your wife living in your house. Yeah. Could I say that to my son, son? Oh,
1: oh, so hold on,
0: KB. You stepping on some toes now. Could I just say, son? I understand. There's these videos of me online hanging with everybody else's kids. I'm taking them to. I'm taking them out to for ice cream. You see me at their basketball games. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing catch with other kids. I'm playing catch with all of them. I know you see those videos, but don't worry about that. I just like that. But remember. You have somewhere to stay and because of me. And at the end of the
1: day, even though I'm out there playing catch with all those kids, I'm at the AAU games, I'm rooting for them, I'm taking them for ice cream afterwards, I'm buying them Jordans, yeah. I come home to you, son. I come
0: home to you, yes. I come home to you. It's the difference between you coming home to someone and you belonging to someone. Sure. And even make this more realistic. It's reali- not the same thing. Even make this more realistic. Even in the ways in which you might be a tycoon of in- industry and your job has all of your attention, your love, your, your, uh, your concern, your care, your loyalty, right? And your child doesn't get any of this. When that child gets old enough that they can articulate what they're feeling, what they're going to say is, My dad consistently showed that he loved everything else more than me. <sighs>
1: Which, and your answer is going to be,
0: you had a over your head, didn't you? How? You had steak on your the plate, didn't you? The sacrifices I made for you. And, and I understand it isn't the cleanest analogy. There right. are oftentimes, especially if you're in the military. Where you yeah, yeah, go. yeah. There's different. But what yeah. I'm saying is what you probably won't see on Fresh and Fit. Is a lot of or any of these other manifest yes, pods? Uh, man of Fear's pod is You won't see a lot of sisters that are gonna that they they are hand selecting who have on there and and even the, I've seen OnlyFans sisters handle them. Oh yeah, absolutely. Not to say because they are OnlyFans no, that th- they are not intelligent, smart and capable, yeah. and, and valuable. Yeah, but man, I just want to hear you have. A wife come on to your podcast I'm There's one sister in my mind right now I would say her name Yeah uh, But I think I might It might make her feel weird If I sing okay, her Okay, don't out. do it But there is a, a sister in my mind That if y'all had her on her on your show She's been married for for, for 14 Just for, for 14 years But you yeah. find Sisters that have been married Longer Still a shower You know uh-huh, what I'm saying uh-huh. you, you, know, you know Have Jackie Hill Perry on oh your show Oh my gosh Have women on your show That love marriage And can articulate Why they love it Yeah. And let them explain to you how they interpret all of the negligence, or how they would interpret the negligence that you guys are trying to normalize. Because when we take it I'm saying When you take it From the testimony of the son When the son turns 18 or 19 years old Or 20 or 30 years old And he can express What was happening He is not going to say I know that my dad My dad took great care of me By making sure That we were able to live In a five bedroom house Uh That was 5,000 square feet Although he rarely showed me That he loved me I've never heard anybody Assuage their Their woundedness with that But we had a home theater we also went to Disney once yeah, a year. Right. And if that kid does
1: that, he won't be a great adult growing up. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Straight up, bro. If your kid is like, I don't care about having none of the emotional needs met because I had all these material things to fill it. Yeah. That makes
0: for a horrible life as an adult. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, let me keep going down, down the lo- the list. Marriage has also been proven to be good for your mental health. Let me just say this. Only because the th- when we look at the statistics, it leans towards that there is a mental health benefit with more marriage with with so if you if you take a, a group of married folks and comparing them to a group of people who are unmarried right what they are finding that the marriage folks will married folks will often show a kind of mental stability that you might not find with folks who had in that are serious in serial dating relationships yeah, yeah 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 but i think that it also proves the point that i made earlier do not get it twisted all of these relationships relationships that you're having with 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 you know you know, boyfriend and girlfriend every year New 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 man every year, new girl every year Or multiple, you know qu- Multiple a quarter or, right. or one every right. quarter Whatever it may be All of those things are preparing you, right? They are training They are training you in what it means to be with somebody one-on-one forever Right It's a training ground for that Right And you're picking up things Right It proves my point that... When you are in committed relationships with a man or a woman, no matter if it's 15 a year or one every other year or whatever it may be, those are a kind of training center of how you do relationships. And in that training ground, you will discover who you are even before you get married, mm-hmm. right? Marriage in a lot of ways is like money. It will just extend or amplify The person you already were Before you got this Right Okay And what we are finding is It's not as if We're all happy and holy In our serial boyfriend And girlfriend relationships Mm. Yet the manosphere dudes Ain't trying to throw that out Right They're not saying We just should not be With the opposite sex Because that really is the argument (laughs) At the end of the day If you were not with The opposite sex Or the same sex If that's your cup of tea Yeah Because the same issues are there And sometimes even worse Right Okay if that is the case, then just throw it out all together. Right. But you can't do that because God has wired you for this institution. Mm-hmm. God has given you the kind of things that you need to be able to rear a family in a way that helps the world flourish. Amen. So when marriage is done right, like singleness being done right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. flourishing ensues. So Amen. studies say, to speak speak to that. They say that you will have better sex and have sex more often. Here's the last point. Um, and much more can be said, but I'll end with this. Because the thing that, that folks in the menosphere will talk about is uh, not just the menosphere, but in general, you know, the wife, you're, you're, Marriage is that which ends your joy. Right. That's what they say. Joy. It yep. ends joy. Mm-hmm. It is a ball and chain that stops you from all of the real fun that you could be having right. by having subscriptions with OnlyFans and living, you know, wild and paying for sex like some of those dudes do. Right. Here's what the studies say, though. In marriage, you will actually have better sex and sex more often. Mm. Despite the sex-in-the-city marketing that promises singles erotic joys untold, both husbands and wives are more likely to report that they have extremely satisfying sex lives than singles or cohabiters. Wow. Both of them. And the studies show that divorced women were the least likely to have a sex life they found extremely satisfying and emotionally. For one thing, married people are more likely to have a sex life. Single men are 20 times more likely and single women are 10 times more likely not to have had sex even once in the past year than married folks. Almost a quarter of single guys and 30% of single women uh, lead sexless lives. Married people are also... Most likely to report A highly satisfying sex life Wives for example Are more Wives for example Are almost twice as likely As divorced and never married women To have a sex life That exists A And B Is extremely satisfying Emotionally Mm. So What we see in the studies, 50% of husbands say that sex with their partner is extremely satisfying physically compared to 39% of cohabitating cohabit- men. So, even if you have an at-home <laughs> right. situation, right. but y'all aren't married, the studies show that folks who are married are having better sex right. than the people right. who or are cohabitating, are cohabitating. Yeah. Or single. Or, or single. <laughs> All that to say, the argument against marriage and the argument... For the pursuit of pleasure as a more satisfying and holistic experience as a man mm-hmm. is a complete bill of goods. Right, right, right. They are lying to you. Yeah, and to themselves. And we need <laughs> more voices like the, like, the, I'm, I'm, I hate to toot our yeah. own horn, but we need more men talking like this. Yeah. I had a conversation with one of my, my close friends, and he was explaining to me in his marriage, that 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 end up um ending and he was talking about how his community in the city that he was living in the husbands never talked about their sex lives with each other mm. so they 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 never so you know obviously cats talking about porn that's it mm. if we talk about sex lives we're not talking about porn in christian circles that's crazy we're talking about struggling with porn that right. is it right but 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 no one ever talked about how god had designed this pleasurable experience to be in the marriage bed as a kind of benchmark and a yeah. signal, a sign, yeah. uh, an aroma of satisfaction yeah. and, of a, of a, uh, and, and healing and wholeness and connectivity, right? Right, right, right. There's to teach you about what it means to, to, to live full lives in general. Uh... Particularly under the sovereignty of our great God, knowing Him and supping with Him, they didn't talk about that. So when they were having a when uh, uh, this particular friend I'm talking about, when things were falling apart in the marriage bed, he thought that just was what it was supposed to be. Mm. And he said, "Man, he could basically count on one hand how many times they were they were intimate with each other over the course of of, of a long time." Right, and and. And he didn't know that there was something. There was something, supposed to be something different. Right, right. This is not to say that again. Marriage in itself is not a panacea. It doesn't just fix you. Stuff. Right, right, so right. It isn't get married and be happy, or 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 or, or the sort of things that they try to do with the black community and say if y'all just got married and y'all wouldn't be poor. <laughs> the, the, marriage isn't magical in that way. <laughs> right. Marriage gives you a foundation to build something. Right, right. That can be magical. Yeah. I'm thinking about a pastor that at, at, at that in our community. That has been married for twenty five years, mm-hmm. and 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 will let us know. Hey, brother, I'm twenty five years in, and it's still good. Right, right, <laughs> it's right. Dope. Yeah. No plans of leaving whatsoever. Right, right, right. I couldn't. How could I leave this? <laughs> okay. The, we need to hear more of that. Yeah. My marriage counselor. When I sat down with him, I was like, man, everybody that I saw in my community, if if I were to read the stories, okay, of their relationships, it's Nobody has the legs to be married. Don't do it. Right, right. Right? And my, 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 uh, my, my counselor said, oh, that's funny. That's not my story, or it's not the story of a lot of men that I know. <laughs> Our story is, this has been a 40-year honeymoon. mm was it hard at times? Yes. Right. Did we did, did did we feel like we did we get to some bad fights? People fight on their honeymoons. Yeah. But we love each other though. We came back and we built something. The studies also show uh, in the meaning of marriage. Tim Keller talks about this that when you hit that dark night of the soul in the marriage, if y'all can get through that mug. The marriage will be bigger and brighter and more satisfying yeah. on the other end. Yeah. But if you can survive the dark tunnel, and sometimes the tunnel is super dark. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's super dark. And sometimes you don't need to go through that tunnel. It depends right. on the situation. Yeah. But what I'm saying, if it is a situation where the tunnel can be survived, yes. on the other side, you find something greater and grander that you cannot not argue against bro yeah, yeah there's a great book by a brother named gary thomas um called cherish i recommend you get both of his books he wrote a book called cherish and a book called sacred marriage both of those those are the two most impactful books in my life as i understand what it means for me to be married to michelle um but in cherish he told this story about a wife who just got fed up she had been married to her husband for about 15 years and, and and my man was just constantly Just dropping the ball Not cleaning up after himself yeah. Not really meeting her needs Just just like And she just got to the place Where she grew cold And weary And she simply said I don't respect you anymore I don't love you anymore I want out of this That was a wake up call for him mm-hmm. He tried to. He started making adjustments My man got in the gym yeah. My man was like No I'm listening I get it now I didn't know you were suffering like that uh, For married men out there Let me just say this to you as well More times than not I hear, and I've even I've experienced it in my own life. So this mm-hmm. isn't just in stories of brothers that I've talked to. Oftentimes, our wives can be suffering in silence. Yes, that and is you true. You don't know that the things that you're saying and doing, and the things that you're not saying and not doing, are crippling. Yes. Her. And then, all of a sudden, she speaks up. Yeah. And you're like, where did this come from? It's been there. And I've seen men go one or two directions. I see. I'm thinking about one direction is. You're just making this up. Yeah. I've been good to you. I come home, don't I? Yeah. And then you calcify her pain. Right. By not taking serious how she's feeling. Right. Or you go the other direction. Oh, my goodness. You are right. I have been chipping away at this. I have not dreamed with you. I have not loved you. I have not listened to you. I I am the one that's always talking. Yeah. I don't want to hear how your day is going. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you take the route of humility. Brothers... Check on your spouses. Yeah. Make sure that you are hearing them. Yeah. Right? Not just hearing them, but listening to them. Right. Make sure that you're listening to them. But setting that aside, he, he told this story about this wife. She said, I'm done. I want something better. Right? And um, it reminds me of, I'm sorry, just a quick, yeah. like 10 seconds. I had a, a sister that was working for us one time said that to me about her, her husband. She was like, you know, me and my husband got married when I was 18 years old. We've been together for 20 years. It's just time. I was like, "Does he want to stay?" Oh, he loves me. He doesn't want to go anywhere. But I just just need a different, a different thing. He wants to stay, and he's a good man. He's a really good man. Nothing but positive things to say about him. She said, "I just just need something. I just, I just want something else. I just want out." Right. So this sister in this book had a similar situation. situation. She's like I, you know, then my man did everything he could for like some period of time to try to get her. It didn't work. Mm-hmm. She left. She divorced him. She married another dude. And she found out very quickly that she had to restart the whole process over again in the helping in helping to build a home that she's comfortable in. Right, right. While all the work she did on her husband was then gifted, G- gifted to, it to another else, woman. Right, message. Yep. Gifted to another woman, and that's what she, I'm just saying. What she said. Come at me. Yeah, I'm saying what she said. She said, if I would have known that I basically all of my long suffering, all of the, the, the ways in which I was patient. I, if I knew that on the other side of it would be the man that he is today, that he is for our children today, that he is for his new wife today, I would have never left him. Wow. wow. That's what she said, bro. Wow. And uh, again, this is not a one size fits all. This yeah, is a very yeah, particular yeah. story, right? But I think that it, it does kind of underscore the point. Mm-hmm. That marriage is hard, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's the hardest thing you will ever do. Takes work Takes a lot of work But it also can be Fitted as one of the Most rewarding things That you've ever been A part of Yeah and You will kiss it um, You will kiss this Institution If You are Just as concerned About it failing you If you are just as Concerned about failing it right. As you are about It failing you
1: Yeah This has been Southside Rabbi in mean, the Dream K okay, to the second letter We love y'all We'll see y'all again Peace yeah.
0: I just heard the story the other day of this dude who hit, who hit the lottery big. Excuse me, he hit the lottery. He got this uh, inheritance. Uh-huh. He got this inheritance from an uncle, 30 mil, right? Soon as he found out that he had $30 million, he went to his longtime girlfriend They had been together for 20 years and said, you're done. You're out of here. Whoa. <laughs> you're gone. That boy said, the excess uh, of, of the kind what? of woman that I'm about to have. It's a whole different level. You're out of here. His girlfriend poisoned him Oh And then it came out that it was a scam He didn't have no rich uncle That left him 30 million dollars And she thought that she could kill him And because they had been together for 20 years They had common law But in the state that they were living in They didn't have common law So they were just two people shacking up for 20 years It just didn't work out She's in jail now Anyhow